Presented by Aero Fasteners. We ship floors and home advisor. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hope you're enjoying this beautiful summer day. And if your plans include some home improvement projects, well, you're in the right place because, hey, we're here to help. We want to give you some tips and advice to make them easier, help them go smoothly, help you work around any problems that you're having, help you decide if you can do it yourself or you need to hire a pro. But to do all that, we need to hear from you. So pick up the phone and give us a call at one 888 Money Pit, 888-666-3974. doesn't matter where you are or when you're hearing this show. Those calls, those questions will be answered. Give us a call right now at 888-666-3974. Coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about kid safety, especially when it comes to home-related emergencies. You know, just because kids may be at that age where perhaps they can stay home alone, that might not prepare them to handle a home-related emergency. We'll have a checklist on what they need to know to do just ahead. And that's really smart. you got to think about all of those things. Now, if you're in the market for new floors and have an active family, there are four things that you should be looking for. We're going to share those tips in just a bit. Plus, if you'd like your home to feel open and airy but don't have the budget for a big-time remodel, we've got smart tips to help open up the space without emptying your bank account in the process. And if you're a DIYer, here's two tools that you'll love working with, the Arrow Electric Stapler and Nailer and the Arrow Dual Temp Glue Gun. We've got both to give away to one listener drawn at random this hour. Want a shot at winning those great tools? All you need to do is pick up the phone and call us right now with your decor, remodeling, or fix-up question at 1-888-MONEYPIT. That's 888-666-3974. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Karen in Texas is on the line with a driveway that is just cracking up. What's going on? My home was built in the late 1970s, and that's what's going on is my driveway has just gotten full of cracks and everything. So when I was looking into replacing, tearing it out and replacing the concrete, I had someone suggest to me that there's some newer products on the market that you can overlay over top of the concrete. Yeah. So this is a concrete surface, right? We're not talking about asphalt. It's definitely concrete? Definitely concrete. All right. Now, the cracks that you're seeing, um, is the driveway sagging or does it just have these sort of fissures in it? And I'm asking this question because I want to know if it's structurally unstable because no matter what you put over it, if it's got a weak base, it's just going to continue to move and crack. It'll look better, but it'll still do that. I wouldn't say it's unstable. There are quite a few that... Run. They're not small, short ones. I mean, they've gotten pretty big. There is one area at the at the bottom of the driveway by the street that seems to have had a little bit of a mm, collapse shift. Yeah, nothing you can. Yeah, nothing that can't be can't be dealt with. All right. So here's what I would do. There's a new product out just this year from Quickcrete. It's called Recap, and it's a really interesting product because they've designed a product that will absolutely bind to old concrete and not separate. And it's fairly simple to apply. You put it on, you wet the, you clean the concrete, you put it on when the concrete's wet and you work it, smooth it out, you trowel it out. You can use, you know, uh, a squeegee. 
You can use a broom to give it a bit of a broom finish, and then the whole thing dries in, in just a few hours. I think that would be a great addition. In terms of the end of the driveway where it reaches the street, that's the part we call the apron. What I would recommend you do there is to go ahead and tear that out. You can pick up a few bags of quickcrete and mix it up in a wheelbarrow and re-pour that, and this way you can make sure it's it's nice and thick and structurally stable, and then even sort of extend the, the recap color onto that so it'll all look like one piece when it's all done. But I think that that's probably the best because if the concrete continues to move, and by that I mean sort of shift a little bit, expand, contract, freeze, thaw, cycle, whatever, those cracks will show back up, but most of them will be filled in by the recap product. And I think you'll like how it works. Awesome. That was what I was hoping to hear because it's got to be a whole lot less expensive than having it tore out and completely re-poured. Well, absolutely. And, you know, by the way, there's one other option, too. If you'd love to have a paver driveway, there's a new paver out from Pavestone. It's called Milano. And what's cool about these Milano pavers is they're half the thickness of a normal paver, and they're designed specifically to go over old concrete patio and driveway surfaces. So you could look into those as well, probably a little more expensive, well, probably a lot more expensive than the recap product, but it looks absolutely gorgeous when it's done, and you really can't tell that it's not a full thickness paver when you see it. So there's two options for you. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Dave in Iowa's got an issue at his money pit where something smells a little stinky, like rotten eggs. What's going on? Oh, well, I just bought a farmhouse about three, four years ago, and I have this rotten egg smell in my house all the time, and I also, my my sinks and my toilets and my bathtubs are all rusty. Um, I was wondering if you have any ideas for me. I do have a water softener. So, first of all, the rotten egg smell usually happens because of a bad anode in the water heater itself. That's a rod that's immersed into the water, and over time it deteriorates. And if you have a bad anode, it can be removed and replaced without replacing the entire water heater. The other potential cause of this is the water quality itself. But is this well water? Yeah, this is well water. So have you had it tested lately to see, you know, among other things, what the sulfur content is? No, I haven't. So I would be smart to do that. And in this way, you want to make sure that nothing has changed that you're not aware of in terms of the quality of the water. But typically, it's because of a problem with the water heater that leads to that odor. Now, in terms of the rusty fixtures, you know, that's just going to be wear and tear. That's going to have nothing to do with with the water quality for the most part. So that ought to do it. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. They really have the best local pros for any home service. That's right. It doesn't matter what the project is. They make it fast and easy to find top-rated pros. And there are no membership fees. It's 100% free to use, HomeAdvisor.com. And just ahead, can your kids handle a home-related emergency, like, say, a broken pipe or a tripped electrical breaker? We'll have tips to help after this. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. 
Plus, every spring, we get socked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. You'll never have to worry about overpaying for a job. Just use their true cost guide to see what others paid for similar projects. Then get matched to top-rated pros, read reviews, get quotes, and book appointments. All for free at HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now with your home improvement, your home decor, your home remodeling, or fix-up question at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Never worry about overpaying for a job. Just use the HomeAdvisor True Cost Guide to see what others paid for a similar project. It's online and all for free at HomeAdvisor.com. And if you give us a call right now at one eight 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 Money Pit, you'll get the answer to your home improvement question, plus the tools to get the job done. We've got two great products to give away: the Arrow T fifty Professional Electric Stapler and Nailer, plus the Arrow Dual Temperature Glue Gun. Two great tools from a company that's been building products for pros and DIYers alike for ninety years. And that dual temp glue gun is pretty cool. It heats up fast and features a drip resistant glue tip for glue control and accuracy. It actually has two settings. You can set it for high temp, which melts glue to sort of a liquid consistency for maximum bonding. And it's got a low temp setting that allows the glue to stick and melt at cooler temperatures. And that's great because it protects delicate materials that also have low melting points. You don't want to melt your project when you're trying to melt your glue. That's true. The dual temp glue gun is ideal for upholstery, woodworking, crafts, even general home repair. You can learn more and check out Arrow's Pro Tool giveaway at arrowfastener.com. But give us a call right now with your home improvement question to 888 Pit, and you just might win both tools, plus that supply of staples, nails, glue sticks. The whole package is worth 90 bucks. That number again is 888-666-3974. Gail in Massachusetts is on the line and suspects that there could be mold afoot at the Money Pit. What's going on? My den has um, a moldy kind of smell to it, but mostly after it rains. And I don't know if there's a device that can be used to put it up against uh, the device against the wall to see if there's any uh, moisture or mold or anything like that. So your den smells damp after it rains. Okay. How is your den constructed? Is it on a concrete slab or is it on a crawl space or a basement? It's right above my garage. Well, you're probably getting a lot of humidity from that garage. It's working its way up into that space. So it's not totally surprising. I don't think necessarily what you're smelling is mold. It could be some mold in there, but I wouldn't jump to that conclusion. It might just be the dampness and the humidity as it passes through the building materials 
uh, mm-hmm. you know, getting up in that space and just uh, leaving some odors behind. I think ventilation is a solution for you here and probably better air conditioning and perhaps even some dehumidification. You have a um, central air conditioning system? I do. So there's a whole home dehumidifier that can be added to that that will speed up the amount of moisture that it will take out. Because, you know, air conditioners will take out moisture, but what happens is they tend to not take out enough, and sometimes it can still feel kind of clammy, but a a whole house dehumidifier does it all, and it'll take out. I mean, most whole house dehumidifiers can take out like 100 quarts of water a day, and that can be built right into the system. And you know what? The other ones rely on the owner to empty them, make sure it's set to the right humidistat. You know, it's much better to have the whole house one. Yeah, yeah, because I have one in my basement right now that I keep emptying. Yeah, that's way too much work. (laughs) You don't have to do that. And by the way, the fact that you have moisture in the basement and you have this up above the garage, you may want to look at, just generally speaking, all of the uh, drainage sources around the outside of your house. Because if your gutters are clogged, if your downspouts aren't extended away, if the soil around the house is too flat, you're basically holding a lot of water against that foundation perimeter. And that could be a problem because that's going to lead to dampness, humidity, and potentially even flooding. Oh, okay. So we don't really have um, a water problem in our basement, but I'm wondering if the... Um so if I just make sure the gutters are Well, let me out. just stop you right there. The fact that you have to use a dehumidifier that collects enough water that has to be dumped, that is a water problem, okay? You're just not seeing it yet, okay? So you do have a water problem. You just don't know it. Yeah, yeah. And um, also the washer and dryer are in the closet of the den, and I didn't know whether and it was just recently installed. And so I didn't know whether that was kind of a problem because it almost smells like part of the bathroom. Yeah, I think you got to stop chasing these smells down and start dealing with the core issue, which is the high humidity and the moisture. I think that's going to solve it all. All right, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Well, at some point, every parent faces the decision of deciding whether or not a child is able to stay home alone, right? And as a parent of three, I know that every kid's different, and it's important to make sure they're not going to hurt themselves. And it's also important to make sure they can handle basic things that could go wrong in the house when you're not home. Yeah, definitely. So here are a few basic tasks that you might want to consider. For example, does your child know how to find and shut off the water main in case of a major leak? Heck, do you know how to find and shut off the water main in the (laughs) case of a major leak? It's a really good idea to find that all-important valve and tag it so that you know exactly where it is. And you can show the kids as well. Make sure it's easy to operate because sometimes, since they don't get used very frequently, they can get a little sticky. But make sure it's good to go and ready to turn off because it's the fastest way to stop the water from coming through your ceiling. Now, next up, you also want to consider whether or not your child can operate a fire extinguisher. Now, we think that's a pretty basic task, but there's actually a technique to it, Leslie, right? I mean, there is a major technique to how to operate a fire extinguisher. And some of the techniques I wasn't even fully aware of until one day over at ABC at work, there was a fire chief came in and taught everybody how to use the fire extinguishers on the floor of the office building. And it was interesting to learn. You want to go at the base. You don't want to go at the flame. There's really a technique on how to operate those fire extinguishers efficiently. And you don't want to hold the plunger down fully. You want to pump it and point it at the bottom of the fire. So a lot of techniques to use to effectively use that fire extinguisher so you don't empty it initially and not do anything with it. So you really do need to go over how to use one and make sure that you've got the right type of extinguisher for your home. They're rated A, B, and C for different types of fires. Some are rated for all three. Make sure you've got one that'll protect you and your home. Next up, does your child know what to do if the smoke detector is triggered? 
Yeah, get out. <laughs> if the smoke detector's triggered and you're not home and cooking, well, it's a reason to get out and call the fire department. Frankly, it's as simple as that. And if you want to update your smoke detectors, make sure you use interconnected detectors so if one goes off, they all go off. And lastly, what should your kids know to do if the power goes out? Because that's happening more and more frequently these days. I mean, for sure. Luckily, some people have generators in their home that are on automatic standby, so they'll come right back on. Other times, though, you're not so lucky, and your kids can become very nervous, very scared when the power goes out. So you should talk with your kids about where flashlights are. You should have LED candles so that your children aren't dealing with open flame candles. You need to go over a process of making sure that you have items ready to go so that you can illuminate the home safely. And that's the most important part there, safely. All great questions to ask yourself and teach your kids if you feel they're ready. We're ready, though, for your home improvement questions. Pick up the phone. Give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Now we've got Russell in Texas who's dealing with a door that's just not sitting right. What's going on? Well, we recently uh, had the windows and doors replaced in our house about eight months ago. And up until about two weeks ago, the door uh, locked fine. Now the deadbolt will lock. I mean, it'll go into the side of the door frame, but the doorknob itself won't go in. And these were pre-hung doors. And I don't know exactly how to diagnose a problem or even how I would go about fixing it if I was able to figure out what was wrong with it. So it's got increasingly warmer in Texas over the last couple of weeks, right? Uh, yes. And so I think what's happening is we're getting some swelling of the door jams or the door, and that's shifting things just enough to make the door uh, knob not uh, sit properly uh, in the uh, in the strike plate. So this is just a door adjustment. And did you install these doors yourself? Did you have a pro do it? Uh, they were done by a contractor. So, I mean, I think it's reasonable to ask the contractor to come back and adjust the doors because they're swelling now. Um, it is possible to put these doors in so that they work year-round without any adjustments. And so I think it just needs a minor adjustment. shouldn't be a big deal. But I would call the contractor, ask them to come back and fix it. Okay. All right. All right. I'll give them a call. Yeah, nothing to worry about there, Russ. Pretty pretty normal, just needs a bit of adjustment. And and fixing a door or adjusting a door is, is, is complicated if you don't do it every day because it's it's kind of an interesting beast. It it has about six different ways it can move, and if you move in the wrong direction, that's making it worse. So I'd have the pro come back and, and fix it. Okay, I sure will. All right, good luck, Russ. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Jan in Texas, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? We have a, it's a very small bathroom, and they had built a tile shower in the, like the middle of the room. And I want to know if you can change the places where the shower and the toilet, or if you can just reverse them and use the existing drains. No, you can't, because the shower drain is about half of the size of the toilet drain waste vent pipe. Well, and it's a gray water line, too. Yeah, it's not... Well, they're going to drain to the same place, but you'd have to reconfigure the plumbing. So it's not quite that easy, but not impossible. Uh, what is this bathroom built on? Is it over a crawl space or a basement, by any chance, or is it over a slab? It's on a slab. Very expensive project. I would think of, a, I would think of something, other way to, to uh, redecorate that bathroom and make it uh, pleasant for you because switching those is a big job. You're going to have to tear up the floor to do the plumbing. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I guess we'll just leave it the way it is. <laughs> looking better all the time, isn't it, Jan? <laughs> well, no, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling us at 
Money Pit. 888-666-3974. What were they thinking when they put the shower in the middle of the room? Views from from every part of the bathroom? I'm not sure. That's not a walk-up shower. It's a walk-around shower. (laughs) Pick up the phone and give us a call anytime. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right here at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Now, if you happen to be in the market for new floors and have an active family, there are four things that you should be looking for. We're going to share those four tips after this. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Money Pit is brought to you by Sense. The Sense Smart Home Energy Monitor works like a fitness tracker, telling you what's on in your home and how much it costs, so you can save electricity and money. Learn more at Sense.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We're here to help you with your home improvement questions. Help yourself first by picking up the phone and calling us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Darlene in West Virginia is on the line with a roofing question. How can we help you today? My husband and I are considering putting a metal roof on our home, and I wanted to know, is it best to go ahead and keep the old shingles on the roof? No. You know, if you're going to go through the expense of putting on a metal roof, which is a real investment-grade roofing, it's a roof that could last you 50 to 100 years, you absolutely don't want to put it over old asphalt shingles. There's no point in having them there. And uh, if anything, they could make that metal roof look lumpy. So I would absolutely take it right down to the sheathing and then have the roof installed right from there on up. It's absolutely not worth trying to save a few dollars by leaving that old asphalt there essentially forever. 
Okay, because I've known some people, they've been told, oh, yeah, it'll, you know, you don't have to worry about throwing them out. You don't have to worry about taking them off and everything. It, it's just fine. It actually, I've even heard them tell people that it'll add a layer of insulation. Yeah, that's all That's all crap. <laughs> okay. And you quote me on <laughs> well, that. Well, I'm glad I called. <laughs> that's just not true. There's nothing about an asphalt shingle that insulates anything. It doesn't trap air. So it just doesn't work. In fact, you know, what it does do is hold a lot of extra heat on that roof. So, Well, and it would build up moisture and, and everything probably. No, but in the summertime, that extra heat will add to your air conditioning costs. So I would just tear that out and forget about it and start from scratch, okay? You'd be better off in the long run. All right. That sounds great. Thank you so much. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Bye-bye. Well, if you're in the market for new floors and you've got an active family, there are really four things you should look for. First, you need a product that's waterproof, kid-proof, pet-proof, and impact resistant. And today, there's lots of floors available. It's so hard, though, to find one that looks great and has all of that durability. There is a new product, though, we just discovered called SuperCore. That's all that and more. And here's why. SuperCore is an engineered vinyl plank floor, but instead of the traditional softer wood composite construction, SuperCore features a rigid stone core. And that stone is a lot denser and hence tougher than pretty much any other engineered vinyl plank floor on the market. Mm -hmm. Good point. Now, the SuperCore ClickLock floors have a wear layer that is 50% thicker than virtually any other waterproof floor that's on the market. The product's waterproof, kid and pet proof, impact resistant. It's available exclusively through WeShipFloors.com. And on their website, you're going to find a very convincing demo of just how tough this floor really is. Go there and you're going to see the founder pounding standard EVP floor with a two-pound piece of lead, literally like a sledgehammer, and it's leaving a dent after dent after dent after dent in that flooring. Then he does the same thing to the Supercore flooring, and you don't even see a scratch. I mean, it is impressive. Check out the Supercore at WeShipFloors.com. They direct source the product, cutting out the middlemen to give you better floor for less money. And they'll even send you free samples. That's WeShipFloors.com. Now we've got Tom in Nebraska on the line with a decking question. How can we help you today? I'm, I'm building a cedar deck. I'm trying to figure out which products to use in order to, you know, preserve the life of it. Okay, well, cedar's a good choice because it's naturally insect-resistant. So you don't have to worry so much about decay, but... If you want to stop it from cracking and checking and splitting, which it'll do simply from exposure to the sun, then you really need to think about putting a product on it that's got a UV protectant in it, like a stain. Now, since it's brand new, I might suggest in this particular case a semi-transparent stain that's going to give it some UV protection. Uh, it'll help even out the color, and it'll protect it from the cracking and the checking that goes on. You can pretty much put it on right away, but sometimes when people put build cedar decks they want to enjoy them for a few months just until they start to gray a bit and then they'll stain them so the choice is yours but a semi-transparent stain would be a good option for you right now okay cool i i wasn't sure what to do you know i appreciate it man you're very welcome thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit you are tuned to the money pit home improvement show give us a call with your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day seven days a week right here at 888 money pit up next, open concept homes are popular, but they're hard to come by in older houses. Now, adding a pass-through between rooms can help. We're going to share some tips to do that next. We live in a body pit. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We'd love to hear what you're working on. Give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor. You can find out what it costs to do your home project before you hire a pro and instantly book one of HomeAdvisor's top-rated pros for free. Plus, if you give us a call now, you're going to get the answer to your question, plus the tools to get the job done. Up for grabs this hour, we have the Arrow T50 AC Professional Electric Stapler and Nailer, plus the Arrow GT20 DT Dual Temp Glue Gun. These are two great tools from a company that's been building products for pros and do-it-yourselfers for the past 90 years. It also comes with glue sticks, staples, nails, everything you need to start tackling projects all around your money pit and make sure you head on over to arrowfastener.com. On their website, you are going to find a ton of projects that you can do and you can even learn more and check out Arrow's Pro Tool giveaway. Call us now for your home improvement question at 1-888-MONEYPIT. You might just win both tools plus a supply of staples, nails, and glue sticks. That whole package is worth 90 bucks, and our number is 888-666-3974. DJ, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Yes. I'm having some difficulty with my air conditioning, and it's driving me crazy. What's going on? Well, in order to have it um, come on and stop, I have to manipulate the thermostat. I know there's a five-minute delay on the uh, start of it, and the turnoff of it. So I have to either lower the number on the thermostat below my 77 till it kicks in and it'll run for hours and to turn it off, I have to manipulate uh, seven to eight numbers above for it to shut off. Okay. So basically, there's one of two things happening here. Your thermostat's broken or your air conditioning is just not able to keep up with the setting. So first of all, if you want to check very simply to see if your air conditioning is cooling properly, there's a simple test that you can do. If you have something like a refrigerator thermometer that will measure, you know, air temperature, what you can do is you can measure the temperature of the air where there's a really strong register where it's blowing air out, measure that temperature, and then also measure it where it's going back in to the system itself at a return duct. The difference between those two temperatures should be 15 to 20 degrees. If you're seeing like 7, 8 degrees, your system's not cooling properly. It probably needs refrigerant. The second possibility is that you just have a thermostat that's not working properly, and the solution to that is just replace it. They're inexpensive. If you have Wi-Fi in the house, I would get 
a, a, um, an internet-enabled smart thermostat like a Nest. And I love my Nest thermostats. They're so easy to use, and I can set them to go up and down whenever I want, and they even will shut, not shut off, but uh, go to a different temperature setting when no one's in the house. So now those are your options right there. I think one of the two of those will straighten this out. I'd get on it now before it gets much hotter out, and you should be set for the summer. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, while older homes have charm and character, the thing that they often lack is an open floor plan, and that's something more and more modern families want. Well, the good news is that you don't have to stick with that layout offered in that older home. Yeah, there are ways to make uh, your house feel more open in a closed space. And one way to do that is to create a pass-through between rooms. Now, I should say that it's not a first-time DIYer's project because it involves a lot of skills. But you want to start with the most important things first, which is to determine if the wall can be opened up by figuring out if it's load-bearing. You know, you can look at the floor below, perhaps go into the crawl space of the basement, look at how the floor joists are aligned. Are they parallel or perpendicular to the wall? If they're perpendicular, the wall may more likely be load-bearing. If you're unsure, you got to get some expert help. And if the wall is load-bearing, you can still add the pass-through, but frankly, at that point, the project gets a lot more complicated and shoots well beyond that DIY stage, so definitely hire a pro. Next, if that wall is not load-bearing, you can cut out a pass-through, but before you go all in, it's smart to do some exploratory surgery first. You know, first things first, before you make that first cut, trace out your template exactly where you want that pass-through to go, and try and line up the template so that you're to the left and the right of where you start a stud. That's going to make the framing a lot easier. Now, if you have the room and you can lay this out so it does fit between those studs, it's even better because you're not going to have to frame the left and right sides of the opening. So you really have to think about this. Now, also, you want to turn off all electrical to circuits on that wall and then make sure you have a reciprocating saw and you cut only through the thickness of the wall board. In other words, do not cut through the studs yet. Just get the drywall off so you can see those studs. Yeah. Now, once you see the inside, it's a lot easier to double check if the wall is load bearing for sure. And you can also deal with any wiring that you find. If you see any plumbing, you can deal with that. You do want to do all this work before you start taking the frame apart. Now, if you do have to cut out some studs, I'm going to give you a a tip. Now, if you think about this, you've cut a square hole in the drywall. You've lined up the right stud and the left stud. Now, across the bottom, you're going to have to put like a horizontal piece. Well, to do that, you've got to cut that vertical stud that's in the middle like an inch and a half below where the drywall edge is. So what I do is I kind of go measure down an inch and a half and then plunge cut there so the blade kind of goes into the wall, but I leave the drywall above. Why am I doing that? Because it's a lot easier to fix that little slice you put in the wall than it is to actually piece in a whole piece of drywall just to cover that new bottom plate that you're putting in place. So if you understood what I just said, you are an advanced DIYer. If you're not, (laughs) hire a pro, okay? Because there are ways to do this and have it done simply and easily. And you're going to find that once that's all done, you can uh, trim it out. You can put a piece of countertop there. You can use molding. It looks really cool. And it lets a lot of light in from the backside. So it really has the effect of opening up that space without spending a lot of money on a big remodeling project. All right, next up, we've got Sandy calling from Ohio, who's working on a painting project. How can we help you today? Yeah, I was looking for a product that um, you can take the varnish off your old kitchen cabinets um, without having to um, sand them. I was told there might be some new products out. Well, there's actually a product that's been around since 1936 that works, and that's called Rock Miracle. So not exactly new, but but does a great job. They've got a couple of different versions of it, but it's designed specifically to take off varnish. There is a, a liquid uh, no-wash remover that basically removes paint, finishes, and varnish 
that you can use. You can check out their website at rockmiracle.com. But if you want to avoid uh, you know, most of the sanding, that's a good place to go. And they have some environmentally friendly uh, versions of the product, too. Okay, sounds good. All right, thank you very much. Give us a call with your repair, home improvement, decor, design, whatever type of question you've got for your money pit. We are here 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Still ahead, have you ever been faced with a house or apartment that needs so much work it's hard to know where to start, especially when your project list is bigger than your budget? We'll have tips to tackle that challenge after this. You live in a money pit. Money Pit is presented by Rumblestone. Create a paper patio or walkway, garden retaining wall, grill enclosure, fire pit, or even an outdoor kitchen with Rumblestone from Pavestone. For project ideas and how-to videos, visit Pavestone.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We'd love to hear from you on the Money Pit's listener line at 1-888-MONEY-PIT presented by Home Advisor. You can get matched with top-rated home service pros in your area, read verified reviews, and book appointments online all for free. No matter the type of job, HomeAdvisor makes it fast and easy to hire the best local pros. All right, and don't forget, while you're online, you can go on over to the Money Pits community section and always post your questions there, post pictures, let us know what you are working on, and we will lend you a hand. Now, I've got one here from Cody in Colorado who writes, We recently purchased a home that needs some TLC. We want to replace the aging furnace and water heater. We also need to rip out carpeting and replace the hardwood floors. Finally, one of the bathrooms is in really bad shape. How would you prioritize these projects? We want to have them completed over the next two years. Wow, that's a big list. <laughs> I mean, to kind of sum it up, you want to replace the furnace and the water heater and the floors and the bath. So I'm thinking safety first. If the furnace or the water heater are unsafe, then replace them now. If not, have them serviced so that you can get another year or two out of them, which is entirely possible, by the way. Now, the bath is clearly the biggest job, but it's going to have the best return on investment. So that's a project that, again, it's not an emergency, but you want to plan it and get it done and do it well so you add to the value of your home. Now, the carpet point is a little confusing to me, Leslie, because Cody says he wants to rip out carpeting and replace the hardwood floors. Generally, you don't have to do both because carpeting, especially in an older house, is a fantastic drop cloth. It's often put down right over hardwood floors. You may only need to remove that carpet and then refinish those hardwood floors, which is a lot less expensive than replacing them. In fact, I I can't really imagine why you would ever want to replace a hardwood floor, unless it was just in terrible condition, but that's very unusual. I think you're going to find that you can refinish that, save some money, and really get a beautiful home in the process. Now, Cody, for the bathroom, it depends on how bad of shape you mean when you say bad shape. Is it something that a couple of updates could easily enhance the space and make it more enjoyable and more user-friendly over the next couple of years until you can go all in for a full renovation? I think you have to look at it that way. If it's just terrible and falling apart and really non-functional, then I would prioritize it differently. But if there are ways to, say, maybe change the flooring or change out the faucets and the shower head and add some something new and simple 
simple, even as simple as a new paint color, it might buy you some time before you take on that big renovation. So I'd love to see more. Post some pictures and we'll talk you through it. All right. Julie in Nebraska writes, she says, I'm a first time homeowner. Congratulations, Julie. And I'm going to change all the paint colors inside and out. I can't figure out though, which finish to use. I have kids that love to make messes. Which finish is the easiest to clean? Well, Leslie, coincidentally, you have kids that like to make messes as well. So <laughs> what would you tell her? <laughs> You know, it's interesting and it depends on the type of message your kids like to make. My kids just like to make giant messes all the time. And while I love eggshell paint personally as a designer, I think I love the finish. It makes the walls look velvety and rich. It's terrible to clean. So I wouldn't say get that. Either go with a scrubbable mat that'll give you a flat finish or a semi-gloss or even a satin. Just because you need a little bit of sheen or you need that scrubbable enamel built into the paint's finish that you can clean it. Because with paint, even if you take a magic eraser, say your kids get something on it, it's going to sort of change the look of that paint in that spot, especially if it's eggshell. I speak from experience. So think about the type of messes that you anticipate your kids to make, but ultimately go with something that has a little bit of sheen. Or if you like a flat finish, go with something that has a scrubbable additive. You will be so thankful that you did also buy stock in the magic eraser and just put them underneath the sink because you're going to need a lot of them. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show on another beautiful summer weekend our favorite time of the year. If you've still got questions, remember you can reach us 24-7 at 888-MONEYPIT or post your questions online to the Money Pit's community page at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Live in a Money Pit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.